0: So let's talk about marriage a little bit. I Now I'm going to go and get real vulnerable and real honest with you. And I want you to understand that the purpose of me sharing this information with you is because this is an area of my life where I've really dug deep. And I know fitness is an area where most men who aren't experiencing the success they want in the area of their body and how they look and the energy levels and all of that. It's simply because they haven't dug deep enough yet. Oftentimes people will kind of disassociate themselves with me in regards to how I approach fitness because they'll say, well, you don't understand. You don't understand what it's like to struggle and push through. I do. I absolutely do because struggling and pushing through isn't a silo type of thing. Maybe fitness, yeah, maybe it is in a silo, but struggle and pushing through and being disciplined and doing work that you feel is unnecessary sometimes to get a result is is universal in whatever area of life you need to apply it to. So with me, maybe I haven't had to apply a ton of similar effort as you might to get the body that I have, because my entire life has been dedicated to this. I stayed ahead of the curve. I didn't have to fight back from being overweight. I'm dealing with cancer now. You know, that's a whole different thing. But I do understand the struggle. I do understand the discipline. I do understand asking yourself, man, why am I having to push through and work so hard only to get a similar result? So hopefully I've laid the foundation for this conversation and, and maybe you might be in a similar position where you're struggling in your marriage and you want it to improve. So the name of my program is Maximize Man Elite and when I coach men on fitness, I tell them it's not just about treadmills and less cardio or less carbohydrates, it, it's about every part of you you cannot separate the body mind and spirit the spiritual part of you the mental part and the physical part are all interconnected and you can't disconnect from the people that are in your circle of influence they are a part of your journey they might throw you off they might encourage you so with respect to wherever you're at in your marriage i just want to tell you that these principles the mindset the meals the movement community and integrity are all very important because they cover the gamut of any area of your life that you're trying to improve in, that you just got to put in a ton of work to get there, man. So I can relate to you. I can relate to you. So been married for 35 years now, I believe, and been together for 38 years, two grown adult children 32 and 28, I've talked about them before. You probably know all of this stuff. But I would say that the last 13 years of my marriage have been a struggle that I believe, in all honesty, a lot of men would have just walked away. A lot of men would have just said, you know, I'm done. This is too hard. I don't want to do the work. Again, apply whatever it is that I'm saying to whatever area of your life that you need discipline consistency, grit, relentlessness, and all of these adjectives that would imply that you're doing the work whether you want to do it or not, whether you're seeing a result right away or not, whether you think it's fair or not, you're putting in the work. So the past 13 years have been a bit of a struggle. And I am now facing a situation in my life that is is something I never thought that I would with this diagnosis of prostate cancer. So I've been having some real conversations with my wife and the reality is I want to stay married. The reality is I love my wife. The reality is I don't have any other person I'm interested in. I don't want to not be with my wife because I'm wanting to date or go out there and do something stupid. It's just not on my radar at all. I want peace. I need peace in my life. And I'm willing at this stage of my life to, if things were not fixable, I would walk away. But the reality is they are fixable. And what it comes down to is how willing am I to dig deeper, to do the work consistently enough to get to where I want to go. And where I want to go is staying married to my wife, eventually having grandkids with my wife, growing old with my wife her being there for me in this time of need, me being there for her in the event something comes up or hopefully nothing does, that's my goal. And it's hard. It's as hard as you trying to lose 50 pounds or harder because it's so easy to give up because you know, I'm still fit. I could go off and find someone easy. Like I got all these things that are going on in the back of my mind, no differently than you do about how easily I could just throw in the towel and give up, but it's worth it. It's worth it for me to do the work that I need to do. That includes being patient. That includes being steadfast and being strong, being vulnerable, being honest, being willing to be coached, to being willing to be wrong, being willing to admit when I'm wrong and push in when I need to push in, being there for my wife when she's not capable of being there for herself. So it's something that I have learned so much from, and as weird as it sounds, just like my diagnosis, I'm grateful for the struggles that I've had in my marriage, because it only makes me a better coach. It only makes me a better father. It only makes me a better friend. It just makes me better all around. As horrible as it's been at times, as much as I just wanted to say, I'm done, I'm throwing in the towel, I'm proud to say that I haven't. And today is the only day that I have to live. And today is a good day. I woke up we're getting along. We have come to a conclusion that we both really need to only focus on ourselves. So let me kind of slip out of that and go into you and your fitness. You can't blame McDonald's. You can't blame your family, your genetics. You can't blame your office for bringing donuts in. You have to take full responsibility for where you're at, wherever you're at. And understand that the only thing that you should be focusing on is what you can do differently, what you can do better, what you can do to not repeat past behaviors that would end up in the same situation as before. I'll give you a really quick story. My wife and I were driving to Los Angeles the other day to go see my godson, Titan O'Hearn. And We were headed up there and this song came on that really described the way I was feeling in the moment. Because the night before, we just had a misunderstanding, a fight, a disruption, a dis-ease in our relationship, and I wanted to talk. But I know from past that my wife will cry, and that's not saying it's a bad thing, she just will. And this song came on. In her crying, she didn't want to show up there with tears and mascara and all that sort of stuff. So song came on, absolutely described the way I feel. Can't remember the name of it. I, I'll, if I remember it, I'll, I'll post it up on the show notes and you can listen to this song. But I sent it to my best friend afterwards. I said, listen to the lyrics of this song because it really describes how I feel. So when the song ended, I just said, wow. And there was silence in the car. I said, I've never really listened to the words of that song, but it describes exactly how I feel. And it wasn't good. It wasn't one that said, hey, I'm happy. I love being married or anything like that. It was, I don't know if this is going to work out. I don't know if I'm the right guy for you anymore. I don't know if we have grown apart in our relationship and it's time for us to go. Maybe there's someone better for you out there. So then I kind of peeked over at her real quick and I said, did you listen to that? And she said, yeah. And it was complete silence. And if you've ever been in a sales situation, you know that when you make the close, the next person to talk loses. So if I was selling you a car, I said, hey, do you want to pay cash check or credit card for this car? And was silent. Whoever talks next is the one that is going to be the one that kind of is under control of the other one, right? Loses in the situation. It's a bad way to put it, but that's how it works. So I just shut my mouth, and it seemed like an eternity. We must have drive for five miles, drove for five miles, and she said, "I know you want me to talk about that song, but I don't want to talk about it." And here's where I made the right move, because typically in the past, what I would have done would have been pushed. She said, "Come on, this is how I feel." This is what I want. This is what I need. But I knew if I did that, we would get all of what we got in the past. It would have ended up being in a fight. We're an hour away from our destination. The energy would have been ugly between us. So I shut my mouth. I didn't say a word. Inside, I wanted to. In my mind, I was rationalizing. Don't you know how I feel? Don't you know what I want? Don't you know these are my feelings? I just shared with you something so vulnerable and you don't want to talk to me? Like, this is what I would have done in the past. But I didn't because I didn't want to end up fighting. And I knew she needed time to sort through in her mind whether I understood it or not, or whether I could relate to it or not, it didn't matter. Because history has proven that if I would have done what I always do, then we would have ended up doing what we've always done. That would have been getting in a fight. So I didn't say a word. And we got to our destination. Everything was fine. We had a great visit. We got back in the car and I remained silent. I didn't say a word. We got about 20 miles down the road and she said, About that song. So we had probably, honestly, one of the best conversations we've ever had in 38 years. It was honest, it was open, it was truthful. It was vulnerable, it was transparent, and it wasn't escalated. It wasn't loud, it wasn't argumentative, it was genuine in the sense that we both knew that we were talking about real stuff in a way that we could hear and relate to each other and understand how each other felt in a moment that wasn't triggered by something that I could have done. See, I'm the man. I'm a maximized man. I'm a man that understands, look, I don't always get it right. I'm not perfect, not ever playing like I am. But I understood in that moment that if I pushed back all of the conversation, all of the need to be right, all of the need to be heard and felt and appreciated and all of these things that I've told myself in the past, it wouldn't have gotten me what I wanted. And I got exactly what I wanted by not doing what I always do. So whatever area of your life, you're getting a similar result. You need to sit back and all of the commotion in your mind, all of the feelings in your gut, all of the energy that is just welling up in you, you need to control that. Get on the balcony and observe yourself from a different position and go, what can I do differently? What's my next best move? How can I approach this in a way that I'm going to get an outcome that is going to get me the result that I want? So today, I'm happy to say, like I said just a few minutes ago, that it's been a good day today. My wife understands, I understand, and I have made it very clear. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay with my wife. I've got a beautiful wife. She's an awesome person, but she is not perfect either. And there's not a person on this planet who is, and the sooner we realize that and understand that and only look at the areas of our life that we can improve, whether it's in fitness, finances, family, faith, fun, whatever it is, what can you do to improve? You, you alone, that is it, just you. And if you trust the other person in the relationship to do the same thing, there's absolutely no way that you can have a negative outcome. So let me bring this back to fitness as I close. So understanding that if you modify your approach to fitness, like if last year your resolution was to lose weight and whatever you did didn't result in weight loss, then what can you do differently? Even though your gut tells you, I know I need to do this, I should do that, whatever it is that you have going on, if that approach didn't work, How can you change it? Maybe you need a coach. Maybe you need a new gym. Maybe you need a fitness piece of equipment at your house. Maybe you need someone to show up with you. Like approach it differently from a different perspective that might go against everything that you think is right. Because what you think is right, if it isn't getting you the result you want, then it's wrong. It's wrong. And it's okay to be wrong as long as you're willing To understand that and do the things necessary to be right. So if you're struggling in your marriage, be encouraged that it can get better if you want it to get better. This whole proposition of 50-50 is just BS. It's 100-100%. If you're both not in 100% in wanting it to improve and understanding that the person on the other side of the equation might have a harder time might have a harder time than you do making the improvements that you've made. That's really where it is in my relationship with my wife. It's easier for me to do these things of discipline because I have disciplined myself in the area of fitness and it's easy for that to spill over in this area of marriage. Where my wife hasn't had she was she didn't get raised in the same house I got raised in. She was not a United States Marine. She hasn't built businesses. She hasn't done all of the things that I've done to build the consistency in the discipline area of my life. So why should I expect her to operate at the same level I'm at? I need to be patient with her. And that is me applying more of this discipline that I'm so proud of to the area of my life. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't listen to all of the people who are quitters and give up and give in, because if what you have is worth saving, then it's worth saving. It's worth whatever effort you need to put in to get the result that you want. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any advice for me. I'm I'm willing. I'm open to coaching myself. As always, that's it. Make it a great day.